Well, hello again, everyone. And of course, as always, yeah, a big special shout out to my beautiful bride, Pam in heaven. And hello to each and every one of you who's checking in on our little podcast here. First of all, I have to start off by again giving a big thank you to each and every one of you that continue to support this program through a monthly contribution. You're called a monthly supporter. And it's really becoming just a wonderful thing to see. And I continue to hope that the program will continue to grow and that, uh, you know, the resources will continue to increase. So again, thank you so much to each and every one of you. I would love to be able to be able to send you a a card of thanks or something, but I I must tell you that the company that helps me produce these podcasts, they don't give me your contact information, even though you are a monthly contributor. But just know that I do see those of you who have been making monthly contributions and those of you who have now joined us And I really want you to know how much I do appreciate that. I've got a couple of things I want us to talk about on this particular program. Uh, And it's going to have to do with both jealousy and exercise. No, no, the two don't go together. It's actually two different subjects. And I probably could have broken this down into two programs. And who knows? Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. You got to stand by and listen. Now, let's talk a little bit, though, about exercise. And you're probably thinking, why is he talking about exercise? Well, I'm going to tell you, we all know and hear about the health benefits of exercise. Pam and I, I think I've mentioned before, always were religious about, at the very least, getting in a brisk two to four mile walk every day. Sometimes when the weather was bad and we lived in bad weather areas, we'd go to a shopping mall and walk all over the place. We'd go to Costco and circle Costco 55 times. People probably thought we were nuts. And even in her passing, I've continued to exercise as much as possible. Of course, we hiked, we golfed, we did lots of outdoor activities. And I'm finding that exercise is so vitally important too in our grief journey. Because it just does something to the body. It stimulates some endorphins, as they say. And we tend to feel better when we're exercising. Let's face it, sitting there on the couch, staring at the television, eating snacks, and kind of, you know, dwelling in our loss doesn't feel so good, does it? But if you get outside and you do something, or even get inside somewhere and do something, and you get the pump, you know, get the heart pumping a little bit, It certainly helps. Now, here's my example. We have had a round of crappy weather here, and I mean crappy with a capital C. And I do not like cold weather, but combine cold and dreary conditions, and it really starts to mess with my psyche. For example, we've been cloudy and raining for about five straight days. The temperature's been in the 30s, so it's not even snow. It's just that cold, ugly rain. Chills you to the bone. But I've continued to get in my exercise routine. We've got a gym here where I live. I've gone to it a couple of times. I get out and I walk a lot, best I can in the rain, or I go to a big mall, or I've gone to Costco. But the other day, I stopped by a mega church where they've got this big coffee shop. And sometimes I like to work in there. And so I'm working. And then I decided to take a little walk around the church. And I mean, this place is huge. Some of these churches, you guys just can't believe how big they can be. This one, though, I then stumbled across, they had an indoor gym, a basketball court, and basketballs, and there wasn't a person around. So I went over, and I started to shoot a little bit, and I thought, wow, this is kind of fun. Next thing you know, I'm shooting a little more, and I had a pullover sweater on over my shirt, 
And I had to pull the sweater off because I'm starting to get heated up a little bit. Before you know it, I thought, hey, you know, Pam and I, we used to have a free throw competition. We used to go to the local park and shoot basketball. We enjoyed it. So I started thinking, heck yeah, I can play horse by myself. So I'm picking out shots and I'm shooting them. Then I went to the free throw line and I decided to shoot 100 free throws and see how I would do. I'd been a while since I've been on the court and this is not going to impress anybody, but I got 55 out of 100, 55%. And I ended up probably being on the court for about an hour. And then I thought back and I said, you know, this felt good because I wasn't thinking about my grief and my loss. I was, was not dwelling on the fact that Pam wasn't there to shoot hoops with me. No, instead, I was focused on that hoop and putting the basketball through the hoop. And so it was a good time and it felt good. And I thought, you know what? Yeah, this exercise thing, it's a good thing. It's really, really good. You think I'll be going back to that court? You betcha especially on cold, dreary days when I can't get outside and do something because it's way better than walking around circles in a Costco. Now, the other thing I did, and this is a little bit crazy, was cold and damp, but the rains had stopped for a day. And there's a local golf course that you can go to and just go out and start playing. They don't have anybody there working the course after about 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And it was actually when I'd finished up work for the day. So it was about, oh, 5.15 or so. And it's now getting to the point that it's, there's enough light till about 6.30. So it's 35 degrees, it's damp, it's cloudy, the course is muddy, and I decide I'm going to try and play some golf. And you know what? Under any other circumstances, I'd be thinking, this is just the pits. Now, outside of it being cold, and I got to tell you, hitting a golf ball with cold hands is hard. But once again, I realized... My focus wasn't on sadness or grief or anything like that. I was focused on playing some as many holes of golf as I could before it got dark. And it was challenging. And it was good. So what I'm saying is, find an activity. Find something to do at some point during the day. Now, it may not take care of you for the entire day. This grief thing, it's a long, long process. It's going to be with us for a lifetime. The key is for it not to consume our entire life. The grief will always be there. Now, I mentioned jealousy. And boy, jealousy sometimes can eat me up. How about you? I'll give you what I'm talking about. It's not that I'm jealous for somebody that has a big house or a brand new car or anything like that. It's kind of strange things that sometimes I find myself jealous of. And some of this is going to sound terrible to you. I know it is. Here's one of the examples. I heard about a gentleman who didn't wake up the other morning, had a heart attack in his sleep, didn't wake up. Now, his family's very sad, his friends, his relatives, it's terrible. And I was jealous, though. You know why? Because I thought, well, why did God have to take him? Why didn't God take me? I'd be fine if I didn't wake up tomorrow morning and instead woke up in heaven I'd be good with that. I'm all by myself here. I know my kids, they'd probably be a little bit upset, but they've got their entire lives ahead of them. Again, I know it sounds strange, but sometimes jealousy can just be downright weird. Never in my life would I have thought I'd be jealous over somebody that didn't wake up because they had a heart attack in their sleep. And I know I'm not alone on that thought, though. I've spoken with others out there. 
and you know what I'm talking about. And then there's, there's the case of people that have these incredible, miraculous recoveries from life-threatening events in their life. And they recover, and they're fine, and I'm happy for them. I mean, I am really happy for them, but doggone it, I get jealous again. It's like, well, hey, how come that didn't happen to Pam? We kept praying for a miracle. We kept praying for things to turn around. Why didn't we get the miracle? Why did they get the miraculous healing? Well, I don't know. I really don't. And then I have to remember, Pam is very, very happy where she is. I really believe that. I truly do believe that. I've mentioned before, we have a pretty strong faith. We believe in Christ in heaven. And so I do believe she's leading a great life in heaven now. So she might be kind of like I was thinking, (laughs) I'm glad I went to heaven. I don't have to go through all the stuff that's going on down on earth these days. But again, it's just weird how these fits of jealousy can consume us sometimes. Here's another one I'll tell you about. I was in a local coffee shop and it was kind of odd because I'm in there and it ends up, I look around the room and it's four of us single guys sitting in various locations, ranging from ages from our 20s to our 50s to maybe the early 60s. And there's, there's this one guy who's over near me and I'm looking at him every now and then. I'm thinking, gee, wonder if he's a widower or maybe went through a bad divorce. Well, I'm sure he's sad. And I'm looking over there and thinking, maybe I'll go over and talk to him. Well, no, guess what happens? The most beautiful blonde woman walks in. She goes over, gives him a hug. Next thing I know, they're laughing it up and having a great visit. And here comes jealousy again. I'm like, hey, what's up with that? And then I can overhear them talking, and it's obvious it's only maybe their first or second time getting together because you know the conversation I'm talking about. But again, I should be happy for him. That's great. I'm glad he met somebody. I'm glad they're having a good time together because I've mentioned before, I still don't think I'm ready for it. And that brings me to one other piece of jealousy. How about this one? There have been two or three women. You know, they used to say that men always jump into relationships quickly after loss and they get married really fast. I'm not seeing that, friends. I'm seeing a lot of women who jump right back into new relationships and marriage. The online grief support group that I've been a part of for some time now, there have been two women who lost their husbands around the same time that I lost my Pam that they're already married and posting pictures of their honeymoons and all their activities out together, and they look so incredibly happy, and yours truly is jealous. Yeah. I'm looking at that going, what do you mean? You guys are all happy and already remarried, and no, that's not right. You should still be sad. No. It's wrong for me to have that attitude of jealousy. It's just wrong. I should be happy for them. I don't know their circumstances. I don't know their hearts. And on the surface, it looks like they found love again. And I'm very, very happy for them. I'm kind of an oddball. I think I've mentioned before, I've had a couple of opportunities with some young ladies. And I've backed away immediately. Because I'm not ready it just hasn't been the right one. I'll tell you, I'm pretty content 
to just remain like I am. And we've had that discussion before as well. Again, that old jealousy thing, it doesn't do any of us any good. Not one bit of good, but it's still going to happen. And I guess what I'm telling you is, if you related to any of these stories I've shared with you, it's okay. It's just going to happen. The thing of it is, though, we have to also still remember how to share joy with others. And I think we do okay with that. These are just a few minor incidents that I've brought up. I am still genuinely happy for people. I really, really am. And I want them to be happy because I don't want people to be sad like I am sometimes because it sucks. Not any fun. It's not healthy. But we talked about what is healthy is to get out there and do some exercise, right? We're going to do more of that. You shaking your head with me? Yes, I am. Yes, I can. Even if you have some physical limitations, look online. I'm telling you, Google will be your friend. Find some type of activity because it does the body good. And don't forget, eat healthy. I still do that. I still prepare all my meals. I still cook on a regular basis. And it makes a difference. Trust me, it really, really does. That's about it for today. Again, a big thank you to all of you who continue to support the program. Ask others as well if they would consider it too. Of course, as we always like to wind things up here, hey, Pam, you know the drill. I miss you, but I will love you forever and always. Love, Jack. <laughs>